Welcome to the Effective Statistician with Alexander Schacht and Benjamin Pieske, the weekly podcast for statisticians in the health sector designed to improve your leadership skills, widen your business human, and enhance your efficiency. In today's episode number 12, we'll talk about the success that starts in your head, thoughts about the mindset of a successful statistician. This podcast is sponsored by PSI, a global member organization dedicated to leading and promoting best practice and industry initiatives for statisticians. Learn more about upcoming events at psiweb.org. Hi, welcome to another episode of the Effective Statistician with Alexander Schacht and Benjamin Pieske. Hi, Benjamin. Hello, Alexander. Today we are talking about mindset. We are talking about what are our thoughts about the mindset of statisticians, um, how they should, how the mindset should could be, and how the mindset of a especially effective statistician can be. Have you ever thought about that? <laughs> Every day, basically. <laughs> um, no, I'm seriously. If you if you talk to people, if we lead people, if we um, discuss or try to convince people um, that is the, these are aspects of the, of the mindset of a statistician of my mindset of your mindset probably and and um, so it's a day-to-day -day activity that we do that is part of the mindset of a statistician and I don't know we, we, we think about this more um, in the background, probably because you you set yourself a goal. I mean, you you have a goal to write an email, and and you know there there are certain aspects of it that goes into these uh, into the mindset of you know for me or for a statistician in general. Um, for example, you know if you lead a team, yeah. there's there's you know there's a thought behind leading a team, and this is. The mindset of a statistician so yes it's a day-to-day -day aspect of our job yeah i think it's kind of the underlying fundament that drives everything and um i once heard about it um whether you are an owner or a renter you know <laughs> it's 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 very it's and this is a mindset if you if you're working in your company um do you work in your company as an owner so that you really take care of things, that you really um, uh, drive things, that you, you really ownership and you're passionate about it? Or are you a renter that's just kind of standing by, um, just giving advice, but you're not really involved because you're, you know, you're ready to move forward to whatever is next and, and you're never kind of really there. You're just kind of, you know, you consult, you give input, but you don't really care, you know, because it's not your own. So, so and uh, I think that is where it starts with. And I can s very often see people that have these different mindsets and they just act very differently with within the organizations. They communicate very differently. They have a different attitude to it. And um, I think especially when it's it's about um, people that lead, they need to have this owner mindset. 
So you need to have this, you know, this mindset because otherwise you can't really lead. Yeah, no, I agree. So, so basically, by what you're saying is that that this is, should should then be uh, the mindset of every statistician because I think we we discussed this in, in previous episodes and um, that that the mindset of a statistician should be to lead something forward. I mean, to lead a team, to lead people, to lead partners, project. So yeah. This is, yeah. And I think that is also very important if you want to convince business partners. Yeah. So, so if you're just a renter, you might just say, oh, I give my advice. And if they don't listen, well, they don't listen. It's not my project. It's their fault, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but, but if you are a, a, uh, an owner, a leader, then you, you want to convince things. You know, you want to sell your ideas that it really gets implemented, and um, because you're convinced of um, what you have to contribute. Yeah. Mm. No, I fully, I fully agree. I think this is this is one of the um, also the uh, how do you identify somebody you know with the with the mindset or with the mindset of a statistician is uh, that they try to convince, um, not only to give input. I mean, so here's my inputs, and please, you know, do whatever you would like to do with it. But really, to convince that the ideas and and the uh, behind the input is the right one. Yeah. So no, absolutely. I, th I think it's sometimes we are as a function we are maybe you know too too shy to give our input and and to to stand for these kind of things. And, you know, put a stake into the ground and say, okay, this is what is right. And this is what, what we should uh, should be doing. Um, of course, listen to others, all the other kind of sides of things, you know. And sometimes there's, you know, it's not just black and white. Um, but also to take the courage to really exert this influence. Yeah, I think this is also part of, you know, of the experience that um, statisticians have or will gain in the future. Junior statisticians are often more in the position of being, you know, a little bit afraid, let's say, of, of um, important titles of other business people, their business uh, partners, um, or so they are, they are rather shy. And even if they have good ideas, they are not experienced enough or they think they are not experienced enough to communicate this correctly so i think this is really something also when i when i look at back in my career that that this is this is a learning curve so first of all you know i made the best um the best calls in in uh uh in, in meetings uh, at a time when i didn't even know who i was talking to yeah because at the, seriously, <laughs> in the beginning you know if you so if you talk to uh, let's say vice president or whatever you kind of uh, You know, uh, you know who am I talking? To? Who is that? And you know, better don't say anything wrong. So, but really, if you if you don't care about titles and if you really give the idea and and ex, um, and and try to convince people, um, regardless what they what what their title is, let's say, or who the, who they are, or what what positions they are from, it's this the best way of of moving forward. That's what I my experience was at least. Yeah, yeah, completely agree. And uh, then you also um, need to understand your value and the values that you bring. And if you understand that, 
and you can explain this value, then you can also sell it. And here, I, you know, selling is very often kind of has a very negative connotation to it. But for me, it means helping the other person to understand how this is helping her or this is helping him in, in moving forward or how this is helping for the whole project to move forward. So this yeah, for me is selling. <clears throat> Absolutely, I think um, selling selling is a, is an excellent point. And um, but again, uh, coming with the experience of a statistician, because um, interacting with other departments or with other groups, um, it's it's also key to then understand what the, the the positive impact of your input would be for others. So I mean, you can't talk about um, selling, or you can't sell your goals to let's say somebody from a different department without knowing what their goals are or what you know how your decision or how your input impacts um, their uh, their part on the project or positively impacts it so this is this is really um, also feeding back to other episodes that we had is uh, interacting with other departments so this is something that goes along with um, talking and understanding uh, other departments like programming medical writing let's say it's and and um, really selling the value of your input yeah i think that there's another mindset uh, topic and that is um, this continuous learning um, idea that you're always wanting to learn more about the business about the people around in your business about the processes um the the greater business environment, so, so not just maybe your company or the, your vendor, um, but beyond that in terms of the therapeutic area, the uh, regulation you're working towards. Um, if you are really interested in driving things forward and if you're really interested in, in uh, be to become an effective statistician, I think you need to have this curiosity to learn a lot about all these kind of different things. And, and don't stop working because you think you learned it all. <laughs> no. <laughs> that, that's, you know, that's the nice thing about it. Very often, um, lots of these things you can learn while actually working on your project. Um, but there's also lots of things that you can learn um, just as a, as a side. Yeah, so for example, um, just don't hang out always with the same people over lunch. Meet other people, you know, especially if you're working in a, a bigger organization. Uh, there's so many people that you can meet for lunch, you know, from completely different parts of your uh, organization and see how what they are doing is connected to uh, what you are doing in the, in the bigger picture. And that really opens up completely different new perspectives on things. So I can tell you once um, our GM um, made all the people sitting in the office to have a day with the sales tra uh, sales rep. And so to be honest, I first thought this is a very, very stupid idea. Um, but of course, everybody needed to do it. And I really embraced it, and I learned so much about the business. I learned so much about the data that I'm working on, how that is then 
actually perceived by the customer, how mm. that is discussed with the customer. And um, one of my key takeaways from that, for example, was, you know, all the tables that we had in all these different publications and so on, you know, nobody had time to look into a table. The figures, these were the gold. Yeah. And, and so, so uh, from that moment, I always spent much more time uh, crafting the figures much more carefully because I knew this is the key part of the story that will be used all over the world. Yeah. Uh, no, I suppose, and this is this is. I mean, this is you could find with everyone. You are going out for lunch or for a date. Uh, you know, follow um, as a shadowing, as we would say, and uh, for a day. I I think this is this is actually a good idea <laughs> to have it <laughs> what you did even though, even though you didn't like it but or in the beginning at least so no i i fully agree getting more in, into the into the day-to-day -day life of a of a colleague whatever direction whatever side of the floor uh, departments so it's, it's it's a it's a really good idea unfortunately i haven't had the chance yet to do it it's just that you try to interact with the people um as much as you can on the project side and on, on other um you know for business development side and and really get get to understand what the um what the site or the understanding the um the the view of these people is um and that's that's extremely important i agree Yeah, I think it's also very important to help um, understand what's your values that you are bringing and sometimes also um, helps you to understand how you can overall improve the business. So this is actually another kind of um, uh, mindset, having this continuous um, desire to overall improve things and to overall help the business. Not just, you know, in your little area, but how can you, you know, do things maybe in a different way that other areas can benefit as well. So mm -hmm. um, one example, for example, is um, you may deliver always tables to the different affiliates um, for their HTA submissions. And um, do you know how they use them exactly? Um, so I found out, you know, that sometimes they take them and then they need to manually enter the numbers into their local language tables. <laughs> so because, because, well, you know, we sent them English tables with English titles and everything, yeah, and and kind of our standard ones. Um, but they need to have them maybe, you know, in French or in German or whatever, yeah. And wouldn't it be much more better if they get the data in such a form that they can more or less copy and paste it into their dossiers, yeah? So it makes sense. I agree. <laughs> But 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 for that you need to you know look much more outside of your areas that you're working on, um, and uh, to gain these insights, yeah. Mm. And to, you need to have this curiosity. I think that's 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 really important. Yeah. 
But it, you know, just just reflecting what we just said, is, is it sounds probably quite um, um, terrifying what we're saying because we basically talk the whole uh, today just just about things to do outside your actually work, what you're actually working on. So so that's that's a really tricky piece. I mean, um, and and um, just to reiterate, this is this is a learning process. Yeah, this is a long way to go, and um, and I mean, primarily the statistician is responsible for the statistical tasks, um, wh whatever and what direction this is now now really going, depending on where you're working and what what your tasks are, and this is just just really to reemphasize that that the um, the mindset should should go in the direction what we described to kind of just look. Over the fence to really go outside what to your day-to-day -day work and really try to to make uh, yourself impactful for others and for you know understand your impact for you know for other people and other departments, other studies, or even wider. So this is this is really. Um, I'm just you know I'm just reflecting it for myself because it really. Um, yep. you know, Of course, this is not just a tick-the-box exercise, you know, yeah, and, and, uh, and I think that this can't be for these mindset things, you know, it's, and it's, I, I find that so interesting. I was um, once, um, had a one-to-one -one with one of our most senior statistical experts in the company, and he was um, probably around... 60 already at that time had 30 years in in the industry experience or, or maybe more and um he asked me all kind of different questions and i found that so interesting i thought well i'm the junior person i should ask the question but you know, then i realized this is what makes him so successful he is so curious he's so willing to learn and um Uh, still, you know, asking questions all the time to improve himself, to to get additional perspectives on things, and um, this 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 questioning uh, thing, I found that's really fascinating. Of course, it's also uh, you know it makes you really humble. Yeah, you you're not a I know it all. Um, and I think that is also um, very likable. So I think it um, helps in that regard as well. <laughs> it sounds kind of a situation like a teacher-student situation where the teacher is asking all kinds of questions to kind of squeeze yeah. out the knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but not really in that sense. Yeah, it was not uh, teacher-to-student. It was really... Um, no, yeah. I, I know, I know what you mean. I, I think it's it's kind of really looking looking back. I think for um, what I what I find, I mean, I'm not 60 years old yet, but still, um, what I find sometimes different is really understand outside the statistics area, really to understand um, people that are you know following trends in, in different ways. Where you think, oh, it's the youth from today. So I think this is this is something where where people really kind of block usually away and say okay that's not for me you know i didn't do it or i i never did it and i do, won't do it using facebook whatever so things where where you say okay but otherwise people are curious they are not just stopping and they try to adapt to it and and find out and uh, what what other people think and what other 
in our in our environment, what other departments think about, what other statisticians, junior statisticians think about, what their approach is. Maybe it changed. Who knows? And maybe there's something new. They brought something interesting or new topics from the university in the direction that he's uh, somebody's interested. So that's why asking questions. I mean, getting getting to know your colleagues, getting to know other colleagues, and and um, in or statisticians or yeah. programmers, other people and uh, asking questions absolutely it's the best way to move forward understanding other yeah because i think that um points to the next um topic of the mindset is um to always strive to be innovative yeah to um not for the, just the sake of you know applying the latest uh, statistical uh, technologies um But to innovate um, in order to make the products of your company better, um, in order to make the services of your company better, um, that's where the uh, I think the innovation is. And uh, this, you know, this innovation might come from all kind of different places. And uh, if if you're kind of um, working always within your little bubble. Well, that's, you know, you're probably not really inventing lots of stuff. So um, mm, yeah, this probably comes together also with optimization then for for the parts that you are doing. So yeah. um, I mean, if you talk about delivery or if presenting results, then um, you know, getting the experience means also that you would then optimize what what you present. Mm. So it's an optimization. Yeah. Mm. Another. A uh, point uh, that I noted down for the episode today is um, to really think big and think in longer terms. So um, I think in our we are very often caught in our day-to-day activities, and we maybe have a you know a yearly goal that we discuss with our supervisors um, and. Uh, very often then we overestimate what we can actually achieve in this year and it passes by so fast. Um, but I think thinking back is especially important in longer terms, in terms of, you know, what can you achieve in the next five to 10 years? And uh, there's a quote actually by Bill Gates that most people overestimate what they can do in one year and underestimate what they can do in 10 years. And I think yeah. that is co- completely correct. If you, if you think back yeah. about your what what you have achieved in the last ten years, that's probably you know if if you now think and extrapolate that to the next ten years, where can you be? Yeah, and um, I I want to have people that have this long term goal in mind that have you know these kind of long-term vision and it doesn't need to be you know super precise in terms of i want to have exactly this job or something like this because well in 10 years there will be probably so much change that maybe this job doesn't exist anymore you know or maybe the company doesn't exist anymore (laughs) But, but i think um to to think more in kind of what would you like to achieve in in this uh, period in a in a bigger picture kind of thing? Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. 
and that's um, that's an excellent point because I think there there are also restrictions um, to that to that mindset because the uh, as you as you mentioned the goals that you set for example with your supervisor are maximum one year. Uh, you look at look at um, companies; they present their numbers every quarter. Yeah, yeah. So it's you know the the whole the whole situation where we live in the in the industry and um, even outside the industry is that people do not care about what's ten years. It's so far away. You know, I you know whatever will be will be at some point. So it's it's and you think okay, but next year summer vacation. So it, it's it's just it's a mindset that we have to kind of get over yeah. um, to and think bigger. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and b because then you can um, actually create completely different momentum to yourself. Um, you can okay if if I if you have this picture in mind what you want to get to in ten years, you can break it down into okay. Maybe, you know, what is more actionable to be achieved in three years, in one year, in the next month, this week, today? Yeah. Um, there's this book, um, the one thing that very often that speaks about this. Yeah. So, so what's, a, what's, so if you have this picture in mind, then what's the one thing that you need to achieve in three years? What's the one thing you need to achieve in this year? It's one thing you need to achieve in, in more and more shorter time periods. And by that, you know, you can, um, and then you get to these actionable tasks that you can do every day. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's, uh, yeah, I, again, I'm just still thinking loudly about this, um, about this because, um, it's an excellent point. I never, I don't have ideas what it's in 10 years. You know, I know that we still have enough topics for the podcast for <laughs> at least, but, but I don't know about 10 years. I, I just looked into our idea list and I think we have, uh, ideas for at least three years in the tracker. So, <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> yeah. So, they are long-term goals. It's good. One other topic <laughs> in terms of the mindset, um, and probably the, the last one, is um, is the quality aspect. So, um, yeah. And for me, uh, if I'm talking about quality, I don't necessarily think about uh, tick-the-box SOP check quality mindset, but... Uh, quality to know what are the principles of quality that we are looking towards. So things like uh, patient safety, things like professional behavior, things like um, uh, traceability of what we are doing. Yeah, if you have these kind of, you need to have these kind of things in mind all all the time to 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 be a good statistician, I think. And it also has actually something to do with um, integrity, I think. Because, um, and that is in a, in a industry that is also earning a lot of money, sometimes actually quite difficult. Yeah, because, um, well, there's no surprise to our industry that we are highly regulated and, you know, there's lots of uh, companies that have a code of conduct and things like this. 
Well, usually companies have a code of contact because something went utterly wrong beforehand. So um, it's therefore, I think it's have this integrity and quality in mind is really important for a statistician. Mm. Uh, yeah, no, I, well, I kind of more than agree. It's there's there's a lot of um, you know thoughts that we can spend uh, on this on this topic actually. But I um, no, I agree that there um, the statistician should be kind of free of any um, you know background thinking in terms of yeah. So integrity is is something really really important and it frees you up as well for for the work that you are doing. So you know how can you um, how can you sell let's say results or numbers whatever uh, in the best way with the most impact honest way uh, you know if you if you try to drive something um, in a specific direction so it's this this doesn't this doesn't work together so really you have to um, you have to you know have the quality in mind what you're selling so that's not the the correct number it's it's the quality of what you are yeah. trying to sell yeah yeah Absolutely. Okay, with that, we are actually through all the different points today. That was a lot of fun again, Benjamin. Yeah, definitely. Um, and again, we talk in 10 years uh, about what we achieved so far. Yeah. Let's see whether the podcast exists by this time. <laughs> Okay, thanks for listening and um, talk to you listen uh, talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. We thank PSI for sponsoring this show. Thanks for listening. Please visit theeffectivestatistician.com to find the show notes and learn more about our podcast to boost your career as a statistician in the health sector. If you enjoyed the show, please tell your colleagues about it.